AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song? Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 Plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome to Movie Crush, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Real Estate Hour with Noel and Chuck. Mm-hmm. Subprime, uh, home, equity, he- HELOC. You ever heard it called a HELOC? <laughs> sure. I thought, that sounds fancy. Home equity like line a, of credit? Yeah. So it sounds like a character on, like, Masters of the Universe or something, you know? Uh, we were talking, and I mean, unless you don't want me to say this, Noel's oh. going to try and get into the housing market in the next year or so. I've decided to. I'm going to become a flipper. I'm going to become a flipper. <laughs> so you going to quit now, your job to flip houses? Just so. Yeah. I don't, then I'm going to get a reality show made about me flipping houses. Called Suck um, This Flip. No, suck the flip. That, I love that. I suck this flip. I'm going to be an edgy flipper too, Chuck. I'm going to have attitude and edge. Um, and I'm no gonna, thanks. And I'm going to spit sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm working on it. Yeah, no, I'm, gonna, I'm just thinking about buying a house. I, I, it's I'll, great. Let me, let, me, let me be real with you real for a second, Chuck. I owned a house before. I owned a house in Athens, Georgia. And at the time, it, it really stressed me out that we found things about it after the fact that were not revealed in the uh, in the inspection, mm-hmm. and which I think happens. I think that's pretty common. Sure. Um, but it really stressed me out, and I'm not really a handyman type dude, but I learned, and I, I learned how to like roof and fix the shingles and all that, Whoa. And find leaks, but it was a lot. And I actually found, once we sold it, 
uh, a, a weight lifted off of me. So it's part of me in my brain. It's like, I know it's a smart thing to do yeah. to own a house, to own real estate, but I also like, it really added to my anxiety level in a lot of ways. So if I get one, I want to make sure it's not one sure. that's secretly fucked up. Hey, listen, Noel, there's no right way to do it. I mean, anyone that says you're just throwing your money away by renting, it, you know, in a way that is true, but like that may fit someone's lifestyle better and mm -hmm. it may fit their stress level better. And some people might like to move around and live in different places and rent and there's nothing wrong with any of it. So right. you do what your heart says. I, I, it's something that's in my mind, but I also like, um, I'm, I'm in this relationship now that I, I think is going quite well. And who knows by next year where things will be. So I definitely, the idea of moving and buying a house all by myself seems a little weird, but we'll see what happens. But it's, Oh, it's, it's, look it's, at it's, you. You going to play house with a girl? I'm jinxing everything by talking about <laughs> on the podcast. You and sound weird a, right now, by the a, way. You sound like shit to me. It sounds like I you're sound in a, weird. It, it sounds uh, like an old uh, fax line connection. I know or something. why. I know why, Chuck. Hang on. It sounds like on. you're it, underwater. It sounds like you're I'm in outer not, space. It's not recording like that. I promise. Sounds like you're working in a manhole. Speaking of which, speaking um, of manholes, I'm going to fix this for you, Chuck. It's just for you because it's recording pristinely as usual. Well, no, but, no um, one will hear that but me. No. I know, but I, I don't. I don't. I want. I want your comfort level to be up, Chuck. I just want uh, you I out of the manhole, out of the manhole, There's and into no manhole. my manhole. Whoa, <laughs> is that what you call your basement? I don't know. Where, where you have your? I'm moving to a house with you, Noel. Your your bumper pool table. What do you mean? I sound like shit. I don't have anything shitty happening. It just. It sounds like a a, a weird like a Skype bad Skype call or something. Hmm. It's all right. I can get over it. I'm, I'm already sorry, over man. It. I, I I looked at some settings that I thought might. Uh, oh God! Might... Whatever you just did, don't do that. What did I do? I didn't do anything. It just sounded like you were in a tin can. I have no. We should probably <laughs> reconnect the Skype, Chuck. Uh, I don't. I don't know what's going on. All right. Well, let's I, I, uh, I, let's pause our recordings. All right. Let's pause it. Let's leave all this in, though. Yeah. No. This is all good stuff. This all right. I'm, I'm pausing. I'll be right all back. Right, pausing. All right. All right. We're back, everybody. I'm now recording properly. Okay. Chuck, do we need to resync? We got to resync. Let's let everyone hear how we do this. It's very advanced. We're pros. Yeah, it's very pro. All right. <laughs> Three, two, one. Yeah. All right. Very, we're back, very precise. <laughs> very precise. Uh, sorry, Chuck. I had my tin can effect on. I didn't realize. Uh, okay. Well, we're all good and all. So, uh, you know, I just got back from spring break on Sunday. Mm. Uh, we rented a river cabin for a few days. And uh, went to the lake for a few days. It was all about water sports, Noel. Uh, mm -hmm. I tell you, that lake is cold as shit right now. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Ruby wanted to get in it, so I got in it. And uh, it was bone chilling. And, you know, when you get into water, it's so cold, your breath <laughs> leaves you. Uh-huh. And all you can do is go, ah, ah, ah. that's uh -huh. kind of how it was. But then you get used you, to it. You acclimate eventually. Yeah. I mean, the the body is a, is a fabulous machine. Um, I saw you were doing some masking. You had some like, you like you had some like Mardi Gras accoutrement going on. Was oh, that, well, you know, that's just, you know how it is when you have a daughter. You got to play yeah. dress up. I guess so. But that was a pretty cool mask is all I'm saying. Where'd you get that? It, sons like to play dress up too. All kids of all stripes like to play dress up. <laughs> dress up is fun. I love dress up. It was, uh, um, I guess it looks like a Mardi Gras mask. It's just, you know, Ruby has a big box full of uh, trashy clothes and costumes and mm -hmm. tiaras and masks. And so when she pulls that out where it's, you know, a good time is about to happen. I love it. It looked like a good time. Uh, your 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 lovely wife said a, a very funny thing about you. She said this guy's probably looked at me wrong about a hundred times during COVID or whatever. But <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want to be 
coveted with anybody else. And I thought that was, it funny. was very sweet. You know, you can look at somebody wrong when you're in a relationship for 20 years. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> with, the, with the the side eye or yeah. whatever it is. Sure. Just in, I got a lot know. of looks that I can yep. dish out that I don't even know I'm dishing out. <laughs> you don't even know you're dishing them out. Uh, but it's good That's to be funny. back. Uh, I yeah. just we uh, just noticed that, Noel, the movie Crushers subpage is mm. now 4,000 strong. Very cool. And that is like, that, that's 4,000 great people there on the internet. That's a lot of. There's a lot of good people. I got to say, I've been getting the most uh, lovely DMs on Instagram, and I'm ill-prepared to give shout-outs, but I will as more come in, uh, uh, people suggesting Seattle things to do. Very uh, nice. With my kid, which was very, very sweet and thoughtful. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to it. I'm definitely going to take some of those under advisement. You got any good picks? Any good recs, Chuck? Well, I can send you some as, uh, for sure uh, if I give it some thought, but I do. Do you like biscuits? Oh, who doesn't like a good biscuit? Um, there's a place downtown called Biscuit Bitch. Mm. And the, the joke, I always go there when I do live shows at the uh, the Moore Theater, the lovely Moore. And my joke on stage that I say every time is that I went to Biscuit Bitch and I'm saying, sorry, I try not to use the B word in public. And Josh says, Biscuit? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I've done that it's joke fine. twice now. That's good. Oh, it's third, fine. Third, third time's a charm. I love it. Wait, wait. So this is, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. Yeah, Biscuit it, it, Bitch. It's good. It looks like they've got some crazy scrambles and stuff too, and uh, oh my goodness! Get some, of the, get some of those two cars cherries. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Is this like in the so downtown Seattle would be that place like with the market thing and all that? Yeah, or fish is that markets not, downtown that is, okay. and the. That's uh, all that. Yeah, the, I've never been. Uh, I've never been. Classic uh, music venues. Mm -hmm. Oh, jeez, I'm I'm blanking now. What's the one that I've been to a few times? The Seattle music venue. It's their forty watt knoll. Yeah, I don't know. Nuemos? Uh, uh, no. The Showbox? The, well, Shoebox, Showbox is, is, Showbox is famous. is good, but it's not the one. High Dive? No. Uh, the Moor? The Moor is the place you were just talking about. No, it's not uh, the Moor. Jeez. People are Seattleites are screaming <laughs> at us right now. I know they are. Uh, yeah, like I said, I really know nothing about Seattle other than like, you know, grunge and all that fremont abbey blue moon tavern triple Sunset door tavern. no but that's a good one too yeah the crocodile yes that's, that's it a, oh okay so what is belltown belltown is like it's a neighborhood a it's just a neighborhood okay yeah the crocodile says uh legendary grunge history having yeah. mud honey pearl uh, jam and nirvana in the 90s totally uh, oh it's closed though it closed in 2007 well, no. I mean, there's a crocodile oh, there. Oh, reappearing under new management in 2009. Yeah, because I went there. I saw Jay Farrar there, and um, he is great. And he even played Uncle Tupelo, which is what I was there for. Nice. I got a question for you, Chuck. With live music coming back, how do you think it's going to go? Do you think it's going to like um, <clears throat> become some kind of crazy premium where they're going to be selling fewer tickets? It's going to be harder to get. Like, you know, it was hard to get Radiohead tickets under normal circumstances. Can you imagine under, like, limited capacity? I mean, the bots and the scalpers are going to be having a heyday. Well, I mean, I think it'll be a, a, a run-up to full capacity. So you may be right. Like, we're already seeing that a little bit. One of my buddies, uh, Kyle Kinane, who, uh comedian who's been on the show before, mm -hmm. actually, um, he is doing some live comedy in Portland, and they were at a hundred a hundred people capacity and then the venue changed their mind and said we got to go down to 50 so they had to move people to another night and just do more shows with smaller number of people and i think that's going to be the way for a little while 
uh, we'll see. You know, I don't know if they're going to be filling arenas anytime soon. Right. I guess I'm just saying, like, it was already tough to get hot ticket, you know, tickets. <laughs> That's redundant. Yeah, but like, sure. I wonder if it's going to be, like, a real nightmare, you know. I will say this. The Roger Waters show that I had tickets for last summer uh, has just been rescheduled for August 2022. Oh, my goodness. So they're pushing it a whole other year for a big arena show, which is probably smart. Mm-hmm. But when you're Roger Waters' age, you got to think about that, you know. You definitely do. You definitely do. Uh, I am officially fully vaxxed now, Chuck. I got my second shot on Friday. I don't know how it hit you, but I got sick as shit. Yeah. It was bad news. Which one did you get? I got the Pfizer. Okay. I was Moderna, but um, I was the second one for about 24, about 12 hours later. And then for the next 24 hours, I felt like hell. Mm -hmm. Not, not, it was almost like having the flu without the fever. Uh, Emily yep. had it worse than me, actually. I think she even had a fever. I had a fever. I had chills. I ached everywhere. Yeah. You know, shivers, sweating all night. That it means it's so working, Noel. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I feel great now, but uh, it sucked that night. Yeah, it did not last long uh, for me. It lasted, uh, yeah, like I said, about a day, and that was good. Mm-hmm. And now we're good, Noel. We're invincible. We're we good. We're do whatever good. we want. Well, I definitely feel comfortable taking this flight. You know what I mean? And like, sure. uh, ironically, I had a trip booked to Seattle before the shit hit the fan and it got canceled. Yeah. So this is sort of like a uh, a fitting return to, you know, somewhat it. normal travel. I'm excited. Yeah. And we're still living the same way we were. We're masking everywhere. We we haven't eaten in a restaurant yet. And we're, mm-hmm. we're doing all that stuff still. Uh, j- you know, that's just the way it is. I, I'm with it. But with I'm more with peace it, of mind. With more peace of mind and also like, you know, outdoor gatherings and stuff with the summer weather coming, feel yeah. a little bit more comfortable. You want to be outside like anyway. Dice roll, you know, 100%. So uh, one other quick shout out, and uh, this is a sad one, but the, I don't know if you saw the Arclight and Cinerama Dome in Hollywood, I California did. are closing their doors permanently. Mm-hmm. And that is very sad because those are two legendary theaters. And um, we're, you know, everyone is hoping that someone will swoop in. You know, I think Edgar Wright t- tweeted and tagged Tarantino, and maybe there's rumors of they're getting a coalition of like uh, directors and actors together to maybe chip in and buy these things. It would be great because the worst thing that could happen, Noel, is some developer takes and like tears that shit down, right? For condos. Yeah, I was communicating about it with uh, a, a, a friend uh, in LA um, who's actually worked on some of the shows, some of our podcasts, and he said he was pretty sure someone was going to buy it. Uh, whether even if it was a chain, but it's such a historic location with that dome and all that. Yeah, man. They 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 wouldn't do anything like that, I don't think. I hope not. I mean, I saw Spider-Man 2 on the opening night there. I saw, and then, you know, the great thing is you have those reserved seats, so you can cruise in there two minutes before the movie starts on, on a big Friday opening night. You got your seat waiting on you, unless some dickhead is taking it over, and then you got to yeah. get involved with an altercation. Oh God, Chuck! A real. I'm not going to go into this, but speaking, I got into an altercation yesterday. Whoa! Let's hear it. Because yeah. well, you're not line, confrontational. I'm not really confrontational. I was in line. It was a social distancing based altercation. You know how in lines and stuff they have, or like in grocery stores now or anywhere they have like dots. Sure. You know, on the ground where it's like, this is your dot. Stand here, next, dummy. I was on my dot with my kid in Mo at Mo's, which is like a you know like a tr- chain kind of Chipotle type. Mexican place. And there's this woman in front of me who was not standing on her dot 
there was plenty of room between her and her dot, and she was closer to me, and she looks at me and is super rudely insists that I move back. The person behind me is standing on their dot. I'm on my dot. She's not on her dot. Get on your dot, lady. So I said, hey, I'm on my dot, lady. And uh, she, you know, was just really rude. Because you can't count six feet. And I basically told her to go fuck herself um, in what no is, uncertain terms. What does basically mean? What were the words I told you her used? to go fuck herself. Did you really? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. And then she, and then she. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, okay. And then she moved onto her dot as though it were her idea. Uh-huh. And I kind of golf clapped and said, good job. Oh, boy. Smart yeah, ass I, and aggressive. I, I, nice I escalated combo. It. I escalated it. I'm so, I, I was just mad, man. She made me feel like a leper or something. I know. I was doing Get the on right your dot, thing. lady. I was doing the right thing. And I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just had to, to share. It, was really, I, I, it, it really triggered me. Sure. I felt it. I felt like kind of shaky for a little while. Yeah, man. Well, listen, know? dude, we're all hanging in there. And if someone's going to get off their dot and get in your face, then uh, I'm not saying you handled it great. But, you know, people are let yourself up. I didn't actually say go fuck yourself for the record. I just what said, did you really say? I just said something to the effect of like, you need to calm down or like, why are you being so aggressive? Or like, you're being very rude. And then she smarted back at me and said, you don't know how to count six feet. And I go, you know what? Fuck, yeah. fuck so- something. I said something. Noah's holding the, up a sign right now that says, Chuck, I really told her to go fuck herself. <laughs> no, no. And she did say, she did flip me off eventually uh, as well. It was a whole thing. And my daughter was there and she was like, that lady was horrible. Okay, good. So. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't not in the wrong. I definitely probably lost my temper, but what are you going to do? Very, man? I felt attacked. Let yourself up. No, you're a good guy. Apple card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple card with Apple pay purchases and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Ready to bring some spring vibes indoors? Bare Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen. And it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon jungle, breathing new life into your space with every glance. Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress. 
And when the morning sun peeks through your bedroom window, feel the warmth and comfort of a spring sunrise with shades like coral cloud and dark crimson. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with a durable finish that resists dirt and grime to last all season. And let your creativity bloom with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. All right, let's move on to brighter things, which is uh, the Crushers page. Mr. John Stockton, who always brings the good... Uh, the good thread says this, Noel, who is a supporting or minor character that deserves their own movie? Why have I never asked this? That's so funny that you asked that. I, you know, the character, the Jesus in the big Lebowski. Mm-hmm. Sure. He got his own movie. I don't know yeah. if you knew that, but it, it's really not good. It's John Turturro, who we, I think we both love. He's playing that character um, with uh, Audrey Tati, Tato or whatever. Tattoo, from yeah. Amelie. Uh, and a bunch of other kind of little, like, what's her name? Susan Strandon's in it for a bit. It's an odd road movie, and it doesn't seem like it needs to exist. So that's an example of that, I would say, not working. I mean, there are parts of it that I enjoyed, but um, that's a character that I think needed to just be like a weird little side character. Wasn't he a pedophile? You know, they used to talk about that. Uh, apparently, the, the, the joke in the movie is that he was a pederast, which right. I don't understand the difference, and that he exposed himself to a fifth <clears> grader. <throat> okay. uh, and they show that scene in the movie, and it really just involves them urinating in urinals next to each other and him being perceived as oh, a little so kid. They, they, What's it look like okay. when you get older? And he goes, looks like this, you know? And then, uh, But he was trying to do the kid a favor. He was like, you know, by like giving him some knowledge as opposed to gotcha. I wondered how they got around that. Mm -hmm. So they try to make it seem like the most innocent penis showing of all time. Innocent penis showing (laughs) of all time. And then the character, he's not a good guy. He's always doing really shady shit, Um, but you're supposed to like identify with him, but then you never really do. It's just a weird one, but Hmm. um, I'm trying to think of a good, can you think of a good example, Chuck? Well, the crushers have thought of plenty. So let's just dive in. Skylar Ward says, I really want the rom-com of the parents in easy a, uh, there are some shenanigans in their past. I just know it. Yeah, the parents in EZA, I can't remember who played them, but they were beloved by many, many people. Good movie. EZA. I'm confusing EZA with Book Smart. Those are not the same movie. No, EZA had, uh, oh, red hair, big eyes. Oh, I know. I'm picturing her. I'm picturing her, <laughs> Chuck, and the crushers are screaming. At their Victrolas right now. Very big oh. superstar actor. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. That's yeah. it. And who were the parents and all? Why don't you work on that? I want to say it question. was uh, Elizabeth uh, or... Uh, oh, I'm the it worst. Was it Eugene Levy? He always plays the best dad. Uh, let's see. It looks like maybe... Um, well, Amanda Bynes. Patricia Clarkson. I know she was oh. in uh, Tucci, oh, I, I think. love Polit. Patricia Clarkson. She's and the Tooch. So great. Stan? Stan Tooch. <laughs> Stanny Tooch? People are uh, so mad at us. Why can't we think of anything? I love them, too. They're, oh, I, I want them to be my parents. I haven't even seen this movie, and I already am in love with this, uh, Agreed. this combo. Uh, Cody Reed says, the gimp from Pulp Fiction. Why, why is he in that box? Against his mm-hmm. will, he wants to be there. How often is he let out? What led See, him to that, this point? <laughs> that, that, to me, is the same deal as the Jesus. It's sort of like... I don't want nah. it to be demystified. I like it mystified. Mystify me. No, we don't want the Gimp movie. I don't. I don't, I don't want a. I don't want a Gimp movie. That's a different. Those movies exist already, man, and they're not a Pulp Fiction <laughs> spinoffs. Uh, 
Jim Winepress says Muldoon from Jurassic Park. Yeah, that'd be cool. Down with that. Small role, but yeah, very uh, impactful. He's like an Indiana Jones-esque figure. I could see him going on all sorts of adventures before he gets clever girled. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Joel Cron says Rose in The Last Jedi. Sure, I'd see that. Which one was she? Uh, Rose. Oh, wait a minute. Am I thinking of the right person? Now I'm looking. Well, oh, yeah, Rose was uh, was uh, Kelly Marie Tran. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wasn't she in Rogue One? She wasn't in Rogue One? No, I she wasn't. don't think so. Just Last so, Jedi yeah. and a, a cool role. I like that movie. She was cool. She was, she was like Finn's buddy. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it felt like she, some of her, it felt like a lot of her probably ended up on the cutting room floor. Maybe so. I think there might have been some controversy around that even. I think that's probably, but I think I may remember hearing that. Uh, let me see here. I, see, sometimes when people just put the meme, I don't know who it is. So everyone that puts memes know that I'm a dummy and that Give it to me, sometimes Chuck, you got to put meme. the character for me. I'm, I'm the meme king. Well, uh, I don't know if you want to navigate to that thread. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just on the crushers. Cause I or know this actual... movie now that I'm looking at it. Yeah. It's, it's movie crushers. Just search gotta, gotta, Stockton. Go. This is our most unprofessional show I'm we've in. ever done, by the way. That's not true. This is what what is professional in podcasting? Yeah, that's a good. Stockton, point. Stockton. Wait, no. Now I'm creating a post. Okay, it's really crossed the line into an absolute <laughs> shit show. <I> this <laughs> this show should just be called Two Old Men Try and Work the Internet Interwebs." Okay, Stockton. Uh, no, mm. well, uh, how's it so hard for you to find these posts? I've, Chuck, I see his name. His name's John Stockton yes. from Jacksonville, Florida. And you don't see a he, post from him? I'm not asking you to keep simple scores. There's a lot of there's a lot of <laughs> posts from him. He's a he's an active poster. Chuck. Well, I know, but it's the most recent one. Uh, oh, never mind. Okay, April. Well, they're not they're not they're in reverse order for some reason. The first one's on April 10th. Second one's April 12th. Are oh, you? here we go. Here we go. Okay, oh, I see it. Click on I that thing. It. Okay, okay. And then I scroll down that. to Ryan Townsend. All right, Townsend, the town. And it's, it's what's his name? It's that actor from that thing. <laughs> oh, Ryan Townsend. Yeah, I don't know what this. I don't know. Oh, either, God. Man. That's not a meme, by the way. That's just a gif. Well, I don't see. Mm. That's how little I know, Noel. <laughs> I don't know the difference. Have, a meme's got to have text on it. <laughs> <sighs> Jesus Christ. I recognize. Oh, no, 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 wait. Is This is, he's, uh. Is this the guy from Ant-Man, maybe? Yeah, but, oh, that's it. No, no, who, who liked uh, Morrissey a lot? Is that him? Or... Yeah, he's one of my favorite actors, and his name is Michael Pena. Yes, 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 yes. He played Lewis. I could see Luis. him doing, that'd be a fun spinoff. We got there, guys. We got there. What a train wreck. Uh, I like. I li here's one with the rock man that played, voiced by Taika Waititi. Oh, from Sure. That's I'm down for that all day long. Yeah, I think everyone wants to see that movie. Yeah, he's the, the, the delight. Which, by the way, that was one of my favorite Marvel movies next to like Guardians of the Galaxy because it was so light and fun, and you know, obviously had drama and action and stuff. But like Jeff Goldblum's a delight, The Rock Man's a delight. You know, Thor's so funny, and you never would have thought that character would have worked. But it, just it took a while. Ass. You know, Thor grew into that role. That's that first Thor movie was not great. No, it wasn't great. Uh, the Danger of and Gale After My Own Heart. Uh, she says Quint from Jaws. Uh, that, a Quint movie would have been really, really good. 
uh, the, that would be he spectacular. The doll's eyes guys. He's the like the old grizzled sailor, right? Yeah, and he was the one that was at the you know in the in the water with the sharks through the sinking of the uh, Indianapolis. That's right. So you That's could right. go way back and do a really young Quint. You could even do that now. Cast a, a young version of Robert Shaw. That'd be pretty interesting. That'd be really cool. That's that whole monologue where it's like he's talking about rolls back white like a doll's eyes or whatever that's that's i think he's describing that uh, yes that Boy. scenario uh the yeah. danger of it is the second one too and she said uh, her husband who's also a pal of mine says this todd parker from boogie nights he's basically the protagonist for a short time he's in the movie uh wow todd i mean i love todd parker's character that was i would i would see that movie actually oh yeah yeah, yeah. he was kind of his like uh his like you know what's a side sidekick i guess you could say right yeah and since i can't say think of anyone's name i tom can't jane yeah thomas jane thomas jane I, I i i had to look it up i wouldn't i honestly would don't even think of him as being that uh guy because he looks so different he's got the sideburns and the he, big yeah he can change stuff. his look uh pretty well yeah very very well done uh don morris this is a good one she says shuri from uh black panther yes that's the sciencey one, right? Yeah, the, she the, she's the, fantastic. I would love to. She could absolutely hold down a movie. That makes a lot of sense. I'm wondering if that's even something that I've seen planned already somewhere. Well, someone whole- said uh, Zach Pointer and Martin Kidd are saying that in the comics she becomes the next Black Panther. So that would be super badass. That would be totally kick ass, and very fitting too. Like I mean, you know, it's like. Such a tragic situation with tra- Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Do you really want to recast that character or do you just want to like up the ante and have it be a badass woman, you know? You up uh, that ante, man. And genius. that's what they do in comics. You know, people, they change those characters all the time. So mm-hmm. you can do that. Yep. I agree. I'm with it. Uh, Rob Prindigre- Prindigast. Welcome, Rob. I don't think we met. It says Big Earn McCracken from, uh, from the bowling movie. From the Farrelly Brothers. Why can't I think of anything today? Is that, uh, I think it might be our early onset dementia, Chuck. Uh, I'm kidding. There's no way. Um, what is it? Uh, Kingpin? Yes. Kingpin? Yes. Bill Murray mm-hmm. in Kingpin, mm-hmm. Bigger and McCracken. I think everyone would want to see that movie, too. That'd be, there was a lot of good, fun side characters. Not, and again, Big Lebowski, lots of opportunities for side characters. Just the Jesus was such a nothing character, and yet he, he got a whole movie. And I just, it seemed like a wasted opportunity to me. I would watch a Walter movie, you know? I'd even uh, probably watch a, I would, a Donnie movie. I don't movie. think I'd be into a Walter movie. You wouldn't be into a Walter movie? Walter, I mean, I love the movie, but Walter was asshole. a bit abrasive he, for me yeah, for a, that's a fair. film. That's fair. And who did you say you'd even take who? A Donnie movie. Well, Donnie's Donnie. dead. Well, that's true, but it could be, you know, leading up to that. All right, let's do a couple of more here. Let's do it. Uh, Kelly Kearns Brockington, one of our old pals, says uh, Ian Malcolm, the early years. Sure. Mm-hmm. But you can't cast anyone other than Goldblum. You'd have you'd to have de-age to like, him and then exactly. you're in that territory. Ooh, I want to go there. All right, uh, and let's, uh, let's finish up here with um, the Mudge, Jennifer Mudge. One of our oldest friends says, I would love a good Alfred from Batman movie. Not CGI heavy, DC typical, but a Dark Knight Logan-ish film based on the Michael Caine version. Hmm. Okay. But my question is, like, what is it in his background that's interesting? He was a butler, and he really only became interesting because he was Batman's butler. I know. Well, I mean, so says you. There could be some super interesting thing where he could have been 
maybe that's why he's sympathetic to Batman is that he could have been some crime fighter superhero in the 1940s and then lived his life as a butler assisting a crime fighting superhero. That's, that's what a, I say. That's a good, that's a good point. I, I, I'm, I, I, I would give it, uh, I would give it a shot. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Ready to bring some spring vibes indoors? Bare Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen. And it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon jungle, breathing new life into your space with every glance. Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress. And when the morning sun peeks through your bedroom window, feel the warmth and comfort of a spring sunrise with shades like coral cloud and dark crimson. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with a durable finish that resists dirt and grime to last all season. And let your creativity bloom with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. All right, Noel, we're going to move on. We've wasted too much time. Uh, th- we'll go through this one quickly. This is from uh, Patrick Gorman, one of our old friends. It says, uh, Crusher Cocktail Hour, What uh, what is a good movie-inspired beverage recipe? Uh, I made a joke. I said the Jaws julep. I said uh, <laughs> bourbon, uh, simple syrup, mint, and three ounces of chum. Oh God! Hey, with, with, look at with me! One of those little gummy shark floaters. You could still make it. Oh sure. Uh, you know, a good one. I would maybe replace chum with rum, perhaps, just because it rhymes. Uh, and then the little, you know, those little gummy sharks with the white tummies and the and the kind of neon. Yeah, I know those. Uh, yeah, throw put, one of those. One in of those. There. In, put one of those in there. Well, here's a real one from Patrick Gorman for Jaws: uh, rum, lemonade, splash of grenadine, and blue. How do you pronounce that? Curacao? Cur- Curacao. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. That, that I, sounds I, I, I good. Never, 
It does sound good. It does sound good. Mm, add lemonade to any drink, Noel. That's what I said. I completely agree. Lately, I've been, maybe we could give this a movie name. I've just been drinking, I've been trying to do a low carb thing. So I've been drinking Blanco tequila, mm-hmm. uh, lemon juice, and grapefruit uh, soda water, not like sugary. Yeah, that's a good drink. I'll call it the, I'm going to call it the Magnolia. How about that? Yeah, I got uh, people who listen to the Adam Pranic episodes and the Ben Harrison ones. They, those guys got me on to tequila and soda with just a big dose of lime. That's it. And it's almost like the skinniest margarita you can imagine. Oh, it's so good. But you realize how much that sugar, A, is not even necessary, and B, it's part of what contributes to you feeling like shit is all the sugar. Yeah, but I will say this. The sugar that cuts the tart, which is the reason for the sugar, but I like a good tart tequila and lime. I do, too. I'll take it. I do, too. What is yours? Uh, just lemon instead of lemon, lime. Oh, it works. Okay. Oh, but also with um, grapefruit LaCroix, like the, the soda water that's like got a little hint of grapefruit to it. All right, here we go with Austin Handler, the so handsome Austin Handler. <laughs> He's an interior uh, designer and decorator. No way. Yeah, very talented guy. Cool. Uh, he says this, yeah, if you're in the New York area and you have needs, get in touch with Austin Handler. Uh, I just had a delicious delicious one a couple of nights ago at Hacienda del Sol in the Catalina foothills in Tucson. Oh, so Austin's on vacation. Uh, it was called The Pretty in Pink, Hendrix Gin. All right. So far, so good. Uh, St. Germain Elderflower Liqueur. Yum. Prickly Pear mm. Syrup. Never had it, but why not? Sweet and Sour Prickly Pear Foam served straight up. And he included a picture, and it looks delicious. I'm sure it is. That sounds like a lovely combo. I'll have a little uh, sort of uh, hipster cocktail every now and then. Yeah. Like that. I look forward to, you know, like I've I've eaten in a restaurant like maybe twice. uh, Very, 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 very distanced um, this whole time. Much, much, much more recently. But I look forward to, like I haven't been like even bothering. I don't want to go to a half weird situation restaurant thing. I want to go when it's like. I can go and really enjoy it and be comfortable, order a nice cocktail, take my time. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm looking forward to that because I really do like uh, trying different, you know, cocktail recipes that, you know, fancy places do. I hear you. I got to say, Noel, I don't, I'm not seeing the movie connection in a lot of these, but no, that's okay. These are sound like great drinks. Uh, Mike Bender or Binder, can't remember Mike, but he's one of our old pals, says the Vesper Martini. Obviously, oh, yeah. James Bond, three ounces of gin, one ounce vodka, gin and vodka, half ounce. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lele Blanc. Lele, yeah. Or dry vermouth and then lemon peel garnish. That sounds good. I've never tried uh, that. I would gin borderline argue it can't be or vermouth. The, the Lele is really what makes it a Vesper, and uh, is what I've heard. Hey, you tell him, Noel. I'm telling him. I'm, I'm laying down the law. Uh, no, they're very, very good. But Lele is nice, Chuck. I think you'd like a Vesper martini. Lele, it's almost like a, uh, a bit of a botanical kind mm-hmm. of floral type vibe. Um, very, very good. And not like, you know, you know how like a, mar- a martini can just taste like literally a glass of booze. This mm-hmm. kind of cuts it That's and adds a little bit of, it. <laughs> yeah, well, fair. Uh, the danger oven is back in the house for this one. She says, got to have a whiskey sour or eight like Rick Dalton from once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh, interesting. All right. Our old buddy, Jeff, uh, Noel, who's back with us again. Welcome back. Jeff says the boiler maker. From Dot, Don Knotts uh, movie, The Reluctant Astronaut. I think they call it The Moonshot. Pint of beer, shot of whiskey, drop the shot into the beer. Well, that's a uh, Boilermaker. Yeah. I've never had a Boilermaker, which is weird. 
I haven't either. It doesn't really, that doesn't appeal to me. It seems. It's something I feel like I should do at one point in my life, though. Probably so. I, I like a beer and I like a bourbon shot, so. I'll Maybe it's delicious. Yeah, it just seems a lot. Like if the beer is our, I mean, is there a particular type of beer? Should it be a light beer or like a like a dark lager? I, I think it's generally like a sort of just lighter Pilsner or lager. Um, that makes sense. That makes sense. But you can do whatever you want. I used to like the old black and tans back. I thought that was fancy back in my college days. What is that? A black and tan was half Bass Ale, half Guinness, and they would not mix. So it would be the Guinness stout on top and the, or maybe it was the other way around. I can't remember. Um, I did a thing um, when I was first started going to bars in my hometown and they call it's, it's, it's certainly something you would never order in Ireland, but they call it an Irish car bomb. Um, and it's essentially, it's a Guinness and you drop a shot of, is it Bailey's into it or some kind of, it was, I I don't remember what the, uh, the drop shot is, but it's definitely like a Boilermaker using Guinness and then some other shot thing, but it was something milky. I think it was Bailey's. Really? I would, I would think Bushmills, but, uh, that's just, a an Irish whiskey, but Bailey's, Bailey's and Guinness is probably really good. Actually, both creamy. Uh huh. It is uh, actually uh, an Irish car arm is uh, oh also known as an Irish slammer or an Irish bomb shot or a Dublin drop is a cocktail similar to a Boilermaker made by dropping a bomb shot of Irish cream oh, and okay. whiskey yeah. into a glass of stout. How about that? Mm-hmm. No, one of the drunkest I've not one of the drunkest I've ever been on stage in front of people was yeah. in uh, was in Dublin because. I don't remember if it was a dare or I said something to the crowd about giving me a Guinness and I'll drink it all in like three seconds or something. I'll basically slam a Guinness and that happened. And then they just started coming up and then shots of Bushmills started coming up. And it was one of those things where when you're on stage, you can't say no. You can say stop like really Mm -hmm. enough, um, but you can't just say no. So that's true. I, I mean, you could. Well, but would you really want to? That sounds like a good time. I was riding high because I saw Bono on the street within my first 30 minutes in Dublin. No shit. I did That's know. amazing. That's like, that's like, that's insane. It is that's insane. Like, it's like going to New York and seeing like Spike Lee greets you off of the plane or something. Or fucking Frank Sinatra or right. something. You know, like, I mean, that's. that's yeah, wild. I was in a fish and chips place at, right after I got in there and Bono walks by the window and I was like, was that it had to be like I was convinced it was him and then I asked on stage I said guys I don't want to be that dude but I think I saw Bono and everyone was like yeah of course you did Mm. it's like you know it's sort of like saying oh my god I saw Michael Stipe in Athens and now Athens Bono's just around you know yeah it happens and they he and Edge have a hotel right near where I was I think and uh they were like yeah sure I'm sure you saw Bono yeah when you say they have a hotel you mean they own a hotel yeah Okay. Yeah, I think they own like a little boutique hotel. I don't know how little it is, but I didn't stay there. All right. I think that's it, Noel. And let's move on to stream this to wind this one out, this train wreck. Uh, Still on Six Feet Under. And guys, Noel, Alan Ball wants to be on Movie Crush. No way. For a Six Feet Under special. No movie talk. Uh, A 20th anniversary special. We're trying to work it out now with his agent. It it. is not booked yet. But everybody cross those fingers and toes 
I know you want to be on, don't you? <laughs> I really do. I love that show so much. Think about it, Chuck. Think well, about it. Well, I mean, let's see what we can do. Um, <laughs> I, I think all three of us for the whole thing it could get a little step on each other. No, no, I know. I know. I would I would just like submit a couple of questions. But no, well, I love, we'll, we'll, I, oh, we'll figure something I'm out. So <laughs> I'm almost through my rewatch. I'm almost through my rewatch. And I, I, I think I've told you how I'm uh, tied to my life emotionally that sure. show is we're on season and, five uh, i'm on six five is the last one it was only five. Oh wait we're on four then yeah, we're second to the last i think about through two or three episodes into season four that makes me happy but also like but yeah but figure out how i can at least get a question <laughs> i love him so much i love the show so much oh uh, we had to get through the end of season i mean season three is such a slog with uh with um lisa's whole situation it's right. just brutal man it's, it's a brutal. very very tough season it's and the way it season. ends is just like oh my god oh, like total cliffhanger and then it resolves nicely um, sort of sort of but then the, the I, I we can't spoil it anyone who hasn't seen this series go the out watch ye six feet under it's uh cathartic and life-affirming uh, so I wa I'm still watching that. I'm watching uh, on the side because Emily won't watch it, and I don't even know why I am. The QAnon documentary on HBO. I heard it's good. I heard at least it, like, it dropped some bombs. Yeah, I mean, it's good so far. It's fine. Uh, and then, Noel, I kind of happened upon this thing out of nowhere, and I clicked on it because I love the title, and it's mm -hmm. amazing. Tell it's me. called Exterminate All the Brutes. Oh, someone was just talking about that to me last night and said it was based on like a weird writer or some like literature stuff. It, it was supposed to be like really, really great. It is. It is a uh, sort of, it's a docuseries, um, but it's unlike any docuseries you've seen because they have some really elaborate, interesting recrees. Uh, it is basically a, a look at the history of some of the awful things I mean, starting with the slave trade and moving mm -hmm. forward, the awful things that humans have done to each other. Uh, I mean, it's kind of, it's about genocide and colonization. Right. And it's really, really good, man. It's super heady. Like, get you got to get ready for this one. You got to pay attention. Right, right. It's like class uh, schoolwork in a way, but it's so good. And I love uh, I love what I've seen so far. So it's about like imperialism, essentially. And yeah, like well, all, it starts uh, there and then moves forward. And I think it is obviously going to go all the way forward through, you know, mm -hmm. civil rights era and Jim Crow and all that stuff, I think. But um, it's very interesting. It is, ba it is based on a book by Stephen Lindquist called Exterminate All the Brutes. That is does exactly what you're saying. But it's interesting to do a documentary based on a, a study, you know, in a book. I mean, essentially like a it's a it's a work of nonfiction but i think it's obviously highly stylized and it uh, is it's it's yeah. very well done it's kind of like the history of white supremacy in a way because it basically says you know that the the very beginnings of white supremacy are the spanish inquisition and that was the first time in world history where uh a, a group of people white people exerted dominance over what they deemed a lesser group of people and that's where it started and it and it draws lines man between shit that happened hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago to what we're seeing now. And the tendrils are all there and it's uh, written and directed by uh Raul Peck and narrated. Cool. It's just, I can't recommend it enough, but just time, you got to get ready for some serious stuff. Time magazine calls it a radical masterpiece about white supremacy, violence and the history of the West. Well, there you go. Yeah. I'm excited. No, a, a really dear friend of mine who is uh, 
very well read and, and and super smart guy recommended this literally the other night. So I am on it. And a great title, Exterminate All the Brutes. Wow. Yeah, well, it's certainly arresting, right? Like yeah. you said, you, you clicked on it simply because you were like, what the fuck is this? That sounds fascinating. What have you been watching? Possibly be? I watched the King Kong Godzilla movie. I haven't um, watched it yet. I, I can't wait, though. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought they did a good job of dispensing with all the petty drama of the human character mm-hmm. and getting right to the to the smash and bash. Um, I, I really liked it. I found it very enjoyable and uh, funny and... Um, it looked good. It had a real, I love Adam Wingard. You know, he did like, uh, um, what is it? You're next. And the guest, he's really into these kind of retro horror sci-fi mashups. And, you know, you, you don't really see the fingerprints of that on this too, too much. Um, but he, it's cool when smaller directors like that get handed big movies and they do well. And I'm glad to see it doing well. Cause I thought it was fun. Um, yeah, I've been, like I said, uh, finishing my six feet under rewatch. Yeah. Um, one other thing. Oh, I, I just started getting into that show, Big Mouth. Uh, the cartoon, the, the about like kind of puberty and stuff. It's but, uh, great that Nick Kroll does. It's so funny. It's He's got, so funny. Yeah, it's so crass and uh, just beautiful. Um, and accurate. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's really, really, really well done. Yeah, I need. I, I've dabbled in that for a while and sort of left it alone. But I need to go back and watch more Big Mouth. It's it's great. Yeah. It's funny. Wonderful show. All right, Noel. Well, that wraps it up for us. Uh, apologies about all the real time disasters in this episode, hey, but you know, you know what? We're working live. Yeah, we're warts and all here at Movie Crush. So, or uh, I guess specifically Mini Crush. I try to keep it together a little bit more for the other ones. <laughs> Can't do this in front of Alan Ball for Christ's sake. No, no. no. Uh, so, thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll get our shit together and see you next week. Mm-hmm. Movie Crush is produced and written by Charles Bryant and Will Brown. Edited and engineered by Seth Nicholas Johnson and scored by Noel Brown here in our home studio at Ponce Market, Atlanta, Georgia for iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon Jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass. 
or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.